Welcome to the Superhero Lifestyle Show, where myself, Stephen Summers, and my business partner, Robert Ricky, sit down every single week and talk about how to grow a hyper-successful business online, selling simple, everyday products. We cover everything from mindset, to money, to making more sales, and everything in between. So whether you're just starting out, or you're a much more experienced online veteran, there is something for you every single week in the show. We really hope you enjoy it. Let's get right to it. All right, and welcome back to another edition. I'm gonna call it an edition now on of the Superhero Lifestyle Show. I'm here, of course, with Mr. Robert Ricky. Robert, how are you doing today? Not too bad, Steve, not too bad. Looking forward to another edition. Uh, that's yes. gonna be great. And I guess whenever I say edition, it sounds like an addition, like a plus sign, but it's well, not an edition. Yeah. When I said it a second ago, I thought it sounded like that too, though. So I don't think you're any different to me. Which yeah, is it, must be the, it must be the Irish in us. And for once, something from the south and from the north sounds exactly the same, which is very rare, Stephen. Yes, that's extremely rare indeed. Absolutely. Well, look, it's great to be here. Uh, we do these, you know, pretty much every week we jump on and do these. Although to you listening, you get them every week. Uh, so again, kind of like Wizard of Oz here. I'm kind of letting you in behind the curtain. Sorry for that. Anyway, we're here because we love to share our ideas about like what's going on or how we think about business nowadays. Um, really hope that you enjoy these. They're really stream of consciousness kind of conversations. They're not really scripted out. And I think that's why they're, they're kind of good. And so we always start out with a particular place and then we end up somewhere completely different. I think a lot of the weeks, Robert, we, we really have been talking a lot about being committed, getting stuff done, uh, talking about Amazon and why it's a good place to be. And I, we had a really good conversation on our, our When Your Wednesday recently. We were talking about the different things holding people back and all that. So I think today it'd be interesting to maybe look at, is there something that we haven't talked about in as much detail as perhaps we had the opportunity to that we could talk about today that would be maybe a different a different thing to talk about. You know, like I, I have an idea, but if you've got any ideas, I'm happy to hear those as well. Yeah, no, I just have I just have this thing at the minute, and it sort of harps back to something in the in the past as well. But it was this idea of the fact that this is almost like your own movie. You know, whenever you're starting a business and your and your life, it's almost like your own your own movie, and you're and you're the star. But I like the I like the whole idea of trying to get people to understand that this is not a dress rehearsal, Stephen. Right? It's mm-hmm. like there is no dress rehearsal here. This is the this is the real the real thing. The the yeah. cameras are rolling, everything's rolling, and we're you know, as we've talked about in the past, you know, like record the record the trial, record the dress rehearsal because you know you only get one chance at at life. I guess is yeah. the is the one thing. I'm not sort of saying that no no you only get one chance at business or anything like that. But it's like it's it's treating it seriously. I think that's where yeah. where I'd like to go for sure. Maybe that's the same thing you're thinking of. Well, yeah. I mean, I I will just share a story from life at the moment, and it's a person I know. Don't want to say who it is, uh, but someone I'm very friendly with now. Have gotten to know over the last while, and his his wife actually is terminally ill at the moment um, with cancer, unfortunately, and she she's actually outlived the the expectation that you know the doctors would have set down for her because of looking at all alternative different you know methods of uh treatment and stuff like that which is not what this is about but 
it's really about the fact that there's this guy, like, and he's only in his 40s, late 40s, I would say, man, not mid 40s. Uh, wife is similar age, obviously. And now, you know, we don't, we don't know, but he is, of course, expecting that she will pass away and stuff like that. And that's obviously terrible. I really feel for him. Um, but do you want to know something? There's a whole lot of people out there, Robert, who don't have the same circumstances and are currently not their movie that they're living is not in any way in accordance with what they would, would like to, to, to live. They have every chance in the world to do what it is they want to do, but they're choosing not to pursue what they really want. And I think that the reason I told the little story there is because here's a person who would love to have the chance to be able to pursue these things for, for longer. And unfortunately she doesn't have that much time left. And I think it's just a really, it was a really good reminder to me to, to go after the things that you're looking for in life, because you don't know how long you're going to be here. And so again, I don't want to bring the tone down too much or anything like that, but I think it's an important illustration, right? Because there's a lot of people, I think they, they treat their time like it's nothing, like it's worthless, like it's free when the opposite is true, you know? Yeah, and unfortunately, sometimes it takes that, you know, that occurrence or that situation to appear before people realize it. And that, that whole expression of this is not a dress rehearsal, it actually came, again, as you said, not bringing the tone down, but it actually came from a friend of my, of my father's, a guy called Harry. And he, he lost his son in a car, car accident. You know, things yeah. can happen. And Harry then said that thing. He said to my dad, you know, Bob, this is not a dress rehearsal. And he'd been, he'd been doing things like it was a dress rehearsal up to then. And it, it took that to change. Uh, it took that event to, to make him change and start, and start doing things uh, to start living that, that kind of movie. And I think then we've got we've to take that on board. We don't want that situation to ever, to ever be there. So therefore, why why wait? I guess is is where I'm coming from. Why not make the decision today to start doing these things the way that you want them to go? You know, start putting in if it's the foundations of your business, and not sort of coming down to the computer or whatever it is and having a lot of different uh, tabs opened and you know the distractions. I actually started looking and I'm actually implementing it in my own uh, sort of work uh, flow and work blocks is this idea of having a productivity desktop, right? So it's moving yourself to that area, moving on to a desktop, which is purely focused around productivity. So there's no social media open. There's no other forms of communication open. You know, if you're using things like say Slack channels or different things to keep in contact with your team, you know, there's no email account open there. It's purely on stuff that's going to be productive, uh, whether it's writing something, some sort of script or whether it's having a research session open or a spreadsheet that's that you're planning out in terms of numbers or revenue or what that may be. But everything there is focused towards the actual goal, Steve. Yeah. No, I, I, I absolutely. I mean, that's a great point. Like, you can have all the intentions that you want. That you're, I'm gonna today's gonna be the day I get stuff done. I make it happen, and then you have all these distractions. You don't take yourself away from the distraction. You know, I, I see people, and like they've got, you know, they've got like 
kids running around the place, which can, you know, is, 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 can be the thing. Like, you know, if you, <laughs> your kids run around cause they're there with you, obviously, but like many occasions, uh, those people could have said to their other half, you know, if there's no, if there is another half there or a family member, Hey, would you mind taking the, the kids for, for, you know, 90 minutes so that I can just get a little bit of time to myself to be able to do this thing. That's just one example. Obviously, it's a bit of a trickier example, but it's a good one because, again, there's people out there who will say, like, I can't do anything because I've got kids here. And it's like, yeah, but you've got to, there's got to be a solution to that too so that you can get some time. But let's say it's, it's other things that are a little bit easier to, to cope with, right? Easier to move around. Maybe it's that, like you just said, you've got your phone dinging every few minutes with notifications from Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all the rest. And you've got TV on in the background and that's the opposite of focus. And most people out there live their lives now totally unfocused. Like, like they're talking, you know, right. And, and I've been guilty. You've been guilty as well, Robert, Robert, but I really work hard to not do this anymore. When someone's talking to me now, I really work hard to not have my phone in my hand. Like I'm not looking at it. Number one, it's obviously rude to the other person. But number two, it's like you're not focused at all. And I think a lot of people live their lives totally like that, that they're just, you know, with a metaphorical phone going around getting dinged all the time. So you're right. Like you got to shut everything off. You got to go all in on the one thing that you're doing. And I think as well, Robert, you'd be amazed what can happen in uh, 60 to 90 minutes if you had that amount of focus time, wouldn't you? Oh, I mean, it's crazy. And the, the unfortunate thing is, Steve, is that this is becoming a new norm and it's, a, it's not a great norm. I mean, no. it should be the norm where, you know, whenever you're out, even whenever you're, say, socializing, you know, people are sitting there on their phone and you're thinking, I'm speaking to you here about something. You know, we're chatting about the football yeah. or the weather or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're, they're sort of, there's one eye on you and one eye on the phone. And yes, it is rude, but it's now becoming that new norm where it's becoming not rude, which, yeah. is, which is crazy. But also it's yeah. becoming the new norm that whenever you're working, you have everything on in the in the background and whatever else yeah and the norm you know it's that's that thing of like the average if you want to be average keep keep doing that right keep doing that but if you actually want to to take it forward and as you were sort of alluding to there you know the productivity you know craziness that you can get out of it start doing some things differently turn yeah. the phone off right or at least put it in silent maybe even move it into another room if required Take yourself out of the room where the television is on in the in the background. You even mentioned, you know, the likes of family and kids and things. That to me, that is an excuse of saying, "Oh well, I'm trying to get something done at six p.m. until until eight p.m. and the yeah. kids are running around and whatever." Well, then kids generally go to bed before adults, so oh. therefore, why not take the time between six and eight and have that family time? Right, because people then at eight o'clock will say, "Oh well, I want to sit down and have family time with that." Do it at six, right? Yeah, like I mean, yeah, and again, yeah, you might be tired, of course. You've had a, a busy day. You've had the kids and all that. But at the end of the day, like that, that's just a fact. Like, and if you really want to do something, you know, there's nothing I can tell you. I I cannot tell you. Well, you you, you don't have to do any of this stuff at all. You can keep on doing what you're doing. Obviously, you're being a good parent. That's a really good thing. And, but just keep doing what you're doing. And somehow you'll have a successful business. Like, that's not reality. And yeah, you're going to be tired. That's, that's, that's okay. But that's part of 
that's that's part of like what what it takes to get something off the ground you know like some people they make the mistake of oh, i'm gonna quit the job and go all in doing the business which isn't the right approach the other obviously a right approach is i'm gonna get rid of the kids forever can't do that right so it's so it's somewhere in the middle and the middle is that as you just said when the kids are in bed that's the time and you've got to switch on. And if you're telling me, yeah, but guys, like that's my time that I, I get to watch what I want to watch on TV or whatever. That's cool. But at the end of the day, you are making a choice there. And the choice is I would rather relax here than put in a bit of work on getting my future business in place. And I'm not being harsh. Like that's just the reality. And if you are making that decision and you're fully making it, that's okay. But just, but don't complain then whenever your business isn't making any progress because you're not putting any time into it, you know? But also, you know, like the 45 minutes or an hour that you can do in that tired period is still infinitely better than three hours of completely unfocused and everything, every shape and size. It's like, you've got to make a plan. A bit like going back to the, to the movie scenario. They don't just sit down and start shooting with the cameras, uh, roll, action, whatever. Uh, they have a plan. They know where they're going. We've got to be exactly the same in our business. We've got to have a strategic plan of what we're trying to do. And then we implement it. It's like a plan of attack. It happens in sport as well. You know, the coach sits down with the team before the take of the baseball field. And they say, you know, they've, they've identified the different areas where they're going to have to, you know, make an offensive play or, you know, make this or account for that and the other. It's called a plan. And I'm not referring to a business plan that so many people, it's so traditional and they've, they've heard it from all these different things like banks and stuff and whatever else are saying oh you've got to have a business plan for the next three to five years before we'd even consider doing anything and this is just old hat you know it's like a business plan means nothing now in terms of the old way of thinking about it we've yeah. got to think of a new business plan because yeah. we want to be a new business we want to be a modern business and we certainly want to be a progressive one steve yeah but here's a nice thing to consider everybody we call it a plan of action for a reason what's your plan of action no way people might say that. What's your plan of action for today? Certainly it's said in Ireland and the UK. I'm sure it's said in other countries as well. I think if you take that, I like this, the, the, the phrase, a plan of action or an action plan, whatever you want to call it. But I like the idea of that's what you're focused on. What is my plan of action for this evening? What is my plan of action for uh, this afternoon when I have a bit of time to myself? What's my plan of action for you fill in the blank? That's a much better plan than a business plan. Because, yeah, like you're right, they're, they're old hat. But also, a few things on business plans. Number one, you if you're an inexperienced entrepreneur, how are you going to accurately assess how much money is required, how much time is required, you fill in the blank. You don't, you don't have no knowledge. Like, so it would make no sense that you're, you're able to come up with a really good business plan. That, that's, a, that's completely, I mean, I just, it just totally does not make sense. Then some people go and get help from someone to write a business plan. And who is that person? They've never, if they've never done the business you're going into before, they have no idea. There's that. Then it goes on even further, which is like, well, what if, if your goal for your business is a fraction of what's possible. Like what if you you could actually get five times the results that your business plan has set out? Does that mean that if you're hitting this lower uh, 
you know, threshold of success that you're happy now. So look, that's on there. There's a billion more problems, but they're the simplest ones that are just obvious. So the better thing, yeah, it's, as you say there, it's like, what's my plan of action for today? What am I going to do today uh, specifically? Let me get that down. And what you'll find is, in, in certainly in, the, in an Amazon-based business, there's not really that much. There's not really that many activities, Robert, that really do move the needle. Yeah. Oh. You know, it's... It's also that thing of, you know, whenever people, I look at the, the business plan that they start to, to put together, I look at that as an extension of, you know, they buy the desk, they buy the pens with their name on it, they buy the business cards, they set up entities, all these sort of fruitless tasks. That the business plan to me is like the last one that they can really get behind and they're sort of saying, oh yeah, this is, this is me now, you know, getting into taking action in inverted commas, which I really do not like that phrase. Yeah. Um, but it's another thing that they can sit behind and believe in their own hearts. You know, I said, you know, like take action, more like fake action the other, the other day. And then they also only project this one way of doing things. It's like, this is the perfect plan. As you mentioned, Steve, well, what if perfect could be even better on a revenue stage? Or yeah. what happens whenever something in this business plan doesn't go according to plan? Are you going to put that in? Which allows them then to get more involved in the paralysis by analysis. And I think people just, just absolutely love that. Whereas whenever you move it across to, to the Amazon business, like honestly, what are you really looking at? What are your key areas? You know, those success building activities that you're going to do. Sure, you're going to research. You're going to research what products are you going to add into the business? Like that, that's a big, big chunk of it. And it's likely to be the biggest chunk. The yeah. second sort of chunk is like your communication, right? So you're communicating with suppliers to get new product pricing or get new orders on the water or get reorders on the water. So it's another decent sized chunk, but nowhere near as big as, as say, the, re the research side. And then really the other part is management. You know, you're talking about maybe doing some integrations with accounting so that you get a kind of bookkeep for things. Mm -hmm. Of course, you're not going to produce your own accounts because you want to outsource that side because you're not an accountant. You're a researcher and a communicator. And then reporting on your numbers, you know, your management numbers, so that you know then when to reorder or when to replenish or whether your product is profitable or more profitable than you expected or slightly less profitable so that you can get all of those simple key performance indicators. We hear people talking about KPIs all the time, but inside your Amazon business, I mean, the KPIs are relatively small as well. So... I would turn around and say, Steve, I'm sure you'd agree with me that this is the best business that I certainly know of for an inexperienced or more novice entrepreneur coming in because it's also a very forgiving business as well, Steve. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's how I got my start. You know, it's how we all got our start, really. And it, it, it's a brilliant business for all those reasons. I like what you said there, though. I just to come up with something that I would never had, which is an RCI right? What you just said there. So what an RCI is, it's, we could draw this like a triangle and it's the three hats that you have to wear in this business. Kind of like how in the E-Myth, you know, they have like the entrepreneur, the technician. This is kind of cool about you just said, which is you're the, you've got the researcher mm -hmm. and you've got the communicator and then you've got the investor was the I that I added on. I think yeah. that's kind of cool. When you think about that. They're just, they're the three hats you have to wear, you know? Yeah, no, I love that. And it's, you know, everything else that's inside the triangle, you know, those are the things that can be outsourced because yeah. you're not building the platform 
on which the research is done, right? You're not building an Amazon and we got to get that out of our heads. We're not, we're not building the next Facebook or the next Google or anything like that. We talk about that. You know, in terms of the product that you're going to communicate about, you know, you're not, you're not starting a factory in, uh, in China or the Far East, which we have always had a good laugh as well about Steve. And we've talked about it before. Yeah. You know, that was something that you had in your head. We, yeah. we got that laugh in pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, and you know you're not you're not creating a new product from scratch either you know that's because that's a different another different style of of business yeah and then with the likes of you know like your shipping and you know like your actual accounting for you know governmental purposes that's all inside the triangle you're just researching on one side and then communicating and then simply investing and also if you think about it it's not uh, an equilateral triangle, right? Because you want to spend more time in that research section, right? So, you know, you only have 360 degrees, right? Inside a triangle. Um, you could look at that as your 24 hours in a day or seven days a week. So you only have time. So you've got to allow for, for the time to be, to be split accordingly. And especially at the start, that angle of research has got to be the widest angle. It's got to be the most amount of time. But over time, that can definitely shrink down. And the whole and the overall time that you spend in the business, that can shrink down as well, Steve. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, well, there you go. We've got the, uh, the RCI. We've got this idea then of what you're looking to focus on. We've got the idea of removing things that are taken away from your focus. I think this week... Uh, as you go into this week or next week, some really good goals that you can set for yourself. Number one, how can I carve out 90 minutes daily of uninterrupted time or focused time where I can get my R, one of my R, C or I activities complete? It's definitely something you can look to do. Reflect on being an RCI and ask yourself the question, what, what am I, have I exhibited all of these different uh roles or am I just researching and I'm not communicating or investing? Am I just investing now? Uh, so I've got a few products and I'm not going back and researching and communicating. Am I just communicating, but I'm not investing? It's kind of a nice, that's a really nice thing we have there, isn't it? It's really, people can really reflect on that, you know? I like think that. it's like, it's having the plan, right? Having the map already there, like not the business plan, but have a plan so that, you know, don't come into the day and write your plan for the day. Make sure that that plan is at least done the day before, right? That's got to be put in place. So if you come to it and then you hit the ground running, even potentially having a weekly plan and then a, and then a daily plan, that's, that's definitely something. And also have the education. So it's like, if you're going to come in and do a research session, have something that you're modeling, right? So, you know, whenever you've been maybe re, uh, looking at one of our videos or something in outside our education where we've been going through that same task that you're about to do, make sure that you've gone over that video or you have it there as the, as the roadmap. Because, you know, I can remember staying before the days of sat-navs, which is absolutely crazy whenever I, I speak to my children and I say, you know, you know, you know, we're talking about driving somewhere or whatever, and they just say, oh, I just follow sat-nav. It's like before the days of sat-navs, which I can remember, it was a hell of a lot more difficult. And it is more difficult if you're not following a map. Whereas if you're following a map or a sat-nav, like our education, then that brings you through. And it also identifies the bits that you're weak on and that you need maybe more assistance or you need to watch more videos and sort of 
hone that skill, whether it's on research, whether it's on the sea of communication, or even whether it's inside the eye of, uh, of being an investor or making investments, Steve. Yeah, I love that. I think there's a lot for people to reflect on this week, Rob, with everything we've just said. And uh, I'd love to hear everyone's feedback on the RCI. I'd love to hear people's feedback on focus and, and what other strategies do you use right now to improve your own focus? These are all really good things to be looking at. So I think, I think we've covered a lot of good stuff this week, Rob. What do you think? Oh, absolutely! It's been it's been fantastic. I think too, maybe we'll uh, we'll be able to move into trigonometry with that uh, triangle, Steve, and we'll start to move it out into equilaterals, right angles, and all these obtuse and, and weird mathematical terms that you know people always say about uh, about you know school and whatever. Oh, I'm never going to use that in the real life. I actually I go against that. Like we go against everything. There's always things that you think that you're not going to use, but then it creeps back into to business life. That certainly in business, whenever people are entrepreneurs or investors, the amount of things that you that you learn either back in school or you're learning today, they'll be with you forever. Yeah, and again, that just to finish up, like it's a choice whether you use those things or not. It's also you can also understand that like like there's things there that you maybe you don't know how to how to how to implement it you don't know how it applies to life but yeah a lot of stuff does apply to life actually as i've seen i used to think that as well and then i saw you kind of show me that well no like this this applies this applies this applies and it's it's big so yeah that's something again for everyone to think about you know um yeah so look i'm delighted with today's episode i thought it was really really good and guys we look forward to seeing you again very soon <laughs>